Welcome back to the weekend. This is official. We are officially here in the college football season of 2019. I'm your host, Kendall Hilton. I appreciate y'all for joining me, man. And with, you know, yo, it's finally here, man. The number one episode, the top episode, the number one team. We went 15 strong. We ain't do 15 days straight like I planned on, but we did like... 15 in the last 18 days so i think that's a good number you know i had my anniversary and stuff like that so everything kind of got pushed back a little bit but you know we still here made it here to you know the the the, the 15th episode before the college football season officially started and it kind of worked out perfectly because now i get to do this episode in a way that i didn't plan on so obviously Today was the day, I'm recording this on Thursday, you know, August 20, what, what is it, 27th, 28th, 27th, one of the days, but I'm recording it the day that Clemson played, so after the game, of course, and I, I was like, hmm, this would be a great chance to talk about Clemson and their game instead of just, you know, doing it the typical way I did it, where I would break down the roster, the, the, the team, the schedule, I mean, I'm still going to do all that stuff, but this time, you know, I'm going to really evaluate it from watching them in their first game. And I'm very, very excited to do this episode because some of the things that I was going to say in a preview episode, I'm not going to say anymore, especially about Trevor Lawrence. But we're going to get into that. So let's do the rundown real quick. Before we do the rundown, let, I have to do, you know, got to gotta promote, got to do the promotion. So Kendall Hilton. Type my name in on Google. You'll see the dark skin brother with the bucket hat on on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you don't see that, Twitter, KNDLL0, Instagram, KNDLLH. And on Facebook, just type in Kendall Hilton. And also, most importantly, Patreon.com. Make sure you go sign up. $3 a month. Subscribe, and it will never change. You will forever be a member anything i do any of my content like i said in the previous episodes this is a long-term plan so if you're with me for the long term make sure you sign up man i I appreciate all the support that i've been getting all the you know comments likes everything man if you support anything that i do i appreciate it but you know to really take that support to the next level please please sign up and subscribe to the patreon account patreon.com slash k hilton so now to the rundown here we go with the rundown at 15 we started with penn state the nittany Lions. at 14 we had washington at 13 we had ucf at number 12 we had lsu at number 11 we had florida at number 10 we had texas a&m at number nine we had texas at number eight we had Oregon at number seven. We had Michigan. Number six, we had Notre Dame. At number five, we had Ohio State. Number four, we had, uh, who do we have at number four? Who was number four? Just give me a second. It's going to come to me. Number four, number four, number four. Oklahoma. Oklahoma was number four. Uh, number three was Georgia. Number two, if you if you haven't listened to the episode yet, I'm gonna break it down to you now. Was Alabama, and here at the number one spot is none other than the defending champs, the Clemson Tigers. <laughs> so before we get into the Tigers, 52-14 win over Georgia Tech. Let's uh go over their 2018 season. Uh, last year, of course, they were the national champions, went 15 and 0. They gave they gave uh, not Urban Meyer. They gave Nick Saban his worst loss ever. With a 44-16 beatdown, 
the game was actually uglier than that. So, <laughs> but yeah, they gave Saban his worst loss in his career. The closest game that season was a 27-23 game versus Syracuse. That was the closest. Everybody else got molly whopped. That game, Trevor Lawrence actually got knocked out, and and um and uh, uh, uh Chase Bryce had to come in and save the day. He had a decent game and. Uh, ETN, Travis ETN, starting running back. He actually had a big game that game also. But, yeah, they uh, that was the closest game they had. Everybody else just got smacked. They gave Florida State, my team, the worst home loss in, in, in Florida State in school history. And, you know, they dropped 77 on Louisville. Uh, South Carolina was a 56-35 game. You know, it was just – it was just uh, – beat down after beat down actually they did have a close game against texas a&m they were at that was they were at texas a&m that time so texas a&m will travel to clemson this year but we'll we'll dig a little deeper into that once we get to the remaining schedule but yeah last year they was just you know they were the dominant team and they beat big bad bama they made bama look weak they put chinks in the armor you know they had nick saban they, you, you know it was just they were just dominant, man. And Dabo Sweeney, uh, for me as a Florida State fan, I really don't like giving Clemson his credit. But, man, Dabo has turned this into literally the best program in college football. You know, recruiting his way. They play their way. You know, He, he attacked Nick Saban in a way that Nick Saban has yet to be. You know, he, he did things that no one else was doing. And I, I spoke about this in the Georgia episode of how Kirby Smart, they, they're trying to mimic Bama a little bit too much. And I heard today on Paul fine, Feinbaum radio show, someone said, you know, the student will never beat the teacher. And that's true. You know, as long as as long as every one of Nick Saban's, you know, underlings, I guess you would call them his 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 children. Now, I won't say his children, but guys that that were a part of his coaching tree. That that go that has that has gone on to to have their own program and build their own programs and their own successes. For some reason, they can't beat Saban. You know, he has yet to lose to someone that has came from his coaching tree. And I think Dabo, on the other hand, it benefited him by not being a part of that you know coaching tree and just being able to come to Clemson and build his own type of program. So I give major credit to Dabo for that and 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 yeah man this is a program and they're, they're the best program in college football right now I know a lot of people are gonna say oh you can't say that they they haven't you know won as much as Bama but you know in the last four years they've won two championships and both championships has, has come against Alabama so <laughs> I mean <laughs> what, do you, what, what more do you want me to say so and uh, Dabo this is his 12th 12th year with the school and they returned 12 starters, eight on offense, four on defense. So yeah, man, this 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 team is just they're loaded with talent all over the field, just like you know, just like Bama, pretty much. But they got they 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 play different, and they play much different than how Bama play. Um, they build their defensive line heavy, you know. They're not really uh, heavy on the linebackers like like Alabama is. But they're more so heavy on defense linemen. So uh, Clemson is just, you know, it, it's so many things you can say about them. But, yeah, last year, man, they was just 
so dominant. I think that's probably one of the most dominant seasons we've ever seen from a from a school. And then they did it with a freshman quarterback, you know, Trevor Lawrence, who after the national championship game, people were asking, like, can he just go to the league now? You know, he's ready now. And last year he had 30, 30 touchdowns, six interceptions, four interceptions, and we were just impressed. Everyone was impressed, you know, by the way he just handled the moment. And he never wavered, never never even showed any type of any type of motions or any signs of being worried. <laughs> you know, it was just straight, I'm going to get it done. You know, sunshine. That's what he reminded me of, sunshine from Remember the Titans. So, but, yeah, that was their 2018 campaign. So, I I I give it I give it up to them as a Florida State fan for how they handled that season last year. Like I said, that was one of the most dominant performances I've seen from a team in a long time. So, 2018 was a great year. But now let's get into this year. And this year they started off with Georgia Tech, uh, 52-14, dominant performance, dominant performance all the way around the board. But it was ugly. It was an ugly performance, dominant but ugly. Uh, first, I want to start with Trevor Lawrence. So before I, I recorded this episode, before I recorded this episode, I wanted to talk. I was going to just basically give Trevor Lawrence all the praise in the world. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. Blah, 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 blah. You know how I go. And I seen something today on Instagram earlier. Um, shout out to the gift is free. He actually said he put up a post saying, is Trevor Lawrence the best quarterback in the country? And I, I looked at it. And I said, you know, right now he is, but things change once defenses get that film on you. And <laughs> sure enough, it changed. And I'm not saying that Georgia Tech got the film and made him look bad, but he threw two interceptions. And I think when we think of someone that's the Heisman favorite, we think of someone who after his freshman year, we wanted him to go to the NFL for him to start the season with two interceptions. It's not a good look, and I, I I'm not saying that he's going to struggle this year or anything like that. But I do think we're going to see a little bit of different, uh, a, a different side of Trevor Lawrence this year. I think he will be flustered a little bit more because I'm I'm a firm believer in once a team gets 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 film on you, once they can sit on that film for an entire year and just evaluate it. Things change, you know. I say that about rookie quarterbacks in the NFL. I say that about rookie players in the NFL, you know. If you have a great rookie season, more than likely the next year you're going you're gonna to struggle a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a part of being a pro, you know, because that's going to make you get better. And I think this is going to make Trevor Lawrence get better. You know, his first one of his interceptions was just a poor throw. You know, he, he's, he looked right. He stared his receiver down. He stared that defender was looking right back at him, and he just threw the ball. You know, he said after the game, I knew I threw the interception, but one thing I loved the most, the, the one thing about that play that I loved the most is he ran the play down, and he didn't allow the defender to score. And it was the great – it was it was just – oh, it made me feel so good to see a quarterback make a great tackle to save the touchdown. And uh, he said, you know, his teammates, they were happy. They weren't happy he, he threw the interception, but they were happy that he made the tackle. So I give Trevor Lawrence all the props in the world for making that tackle. But, yeah, I, I think he will struggle a little bit this year. But he does have a great running back on his side, a running back by the name of Trevin, Trevor Etienne, Travis Etienne. And, man, oh, man, this is – actually, he he might be the, the favorite for the Heisman. Man, he's going to have a great year this year. He started the year off with a 205 rushing day. 
uh, a career high for him. Uh, last year, he, he dropped 17 touchdowns, um, uh, uh, 24 touchdowns. Uh, uh, excuse me. Sorry, I had my numbers wrong. 24 touchdowns, six, uh, 1,658 yards. I'm going to say right now he will be the 2,000-yard rusher for this season. I think with uh, Lawrence may struggle a little bit, I think they're going to rely very, very heavy on ETN, and he's built for it. You know, he runs hard. He has the speed. He, I, I love his game, and I, I noticed it when they played Georgia Tech and how he carried the team, basically, when Trevor Lawrence went down. Because that was a tough game for Clemson. They had to rely on their defense. You know, Chase Bryce, he, he went out there. He didn't make mistakes. He came out and made the big plays at the end of the game. Um, but mo- majority of that game was ETN. You know, it was just ETN continuing to pound the rock, pound the rock, pound the rock. And uh, one thing I really love about him is he can get a lot of yards with not a lot of carries. And I, I give credit to that offensive line. If you watch that game, man, those holes were huge. You know, on his 90-yard play, it was wide open field from the time he touched the ball. You know, it was just straight green. And all he had to do was just run, run as fast as he can, you know, get his Usain Bolt on. So I, I love that. You know, I love that about him the most, you know, that he can get those big yards with little touches. So, yeah, I think he will be the Heisman. Can't he will be he may be he may win it. He may be the first running back to win it in a while. But yeah, I, I, I like his chances. I think Dabo is gonna put the ball in his hands a lot. Um they also still got T with T Higgins coming back, uh leading receiver from a year ago. Uh second second leading receiver from a year ago. But he did lead the team in and touchdowns. The leading yard the leader in yards was uh uh, uh Justin Ross. And they also have Amari Rodgers coming back. So, you know, they got all their offensive stars coming back on the team. They also have uh, 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 four, four, uh, three, actually, sorry about that, three offensive linemen coming back from a year ago. So, you know, the offense is going to be fine. They they just have to clean up the sloppiness. The defense is the one, are the ones that's, uh, a lot of people I think are going to pay attention to just because they lost so many starters. They lost eight starters, uh, majority of which were on the uh, defensive line. They have no defensive linemen returning back on, on on the defense. But before we get into the defense, yeah, let me just break uh, uh, close out with the offense. Um, like I said, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to he's going to have moments where he might struggle a little bit. I think Etn is going to be a real uh, Heisman candidate this year. I think he's going to rush for a thousand yards. That's my hot take. And uh, uh, the offense, they're going to do fine. They're going to put up big numbers again. It's just, will the defense be able to keep up? Clemson defense had a pretty good performance uh, d- despite all the talent they lost. Uh, they forced four turnovers, two interceptions, two fumbles. Safety Tanner Muse and Denzel Johnson were the two uh, players with the interceptions. Um, like I said, man, this, this defense, this this Clemson Tigers are known for their defensive line. Um, last year, you know, they had all four of their starting defensive linemen come back. Two uh, two time All American Klein Farrell, uh, also Wilkins, 
Dexter Lawrence, Austin Bryant, all those guys came back. All those guys were sent to the NFL also. Um, so this year they lose the the experience, but they still got the talent. They still got Xavier Thomas, who was number one uh, uh, top defensive player, top defensive end um, in the country last year. He and his, now he's in his sophomore year. He actually had a sack tonight, so they still have him. Uh, Xavier Kelly, Niles Pickney, uh, Justin Foster. So you know they got they got a good group of guys that 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 can uh, fill in fill. I, I won't say fill in the production, but they can come up with some production. The talent drop off is not it's not there as 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 much as people may think. Just just a lack of experience, and that's all. And I think at a position like defensive end, the more snaps you get, the better you get. So you know by the time they get to playoff time, that that group will be well experienced. Um, especially players like Xavier Xavier Thomas, who also played in fourteen ga- fifteen games last year, but uh, yeah, also in the uh, at the linebacker spot they have Isaiah Simmons who who returns. He was the leading tackler last year. He led the team in tackles at night with ten. They also had AJ Terrell. Their their secondary, that's where they have the experience, and they're gonna have one of the best secondaries in the country. AJ Terrell, cornerback. Uh, uh, Kavon Wallace and Tanner Muse, all three of those guys started 15 games last year, and we all know how great that defense was. They couldn't allow, they didn't allow any points uh, as far as passing, pass defense goes. They only allowed 190 uh, 90 passing yards a game. So the the secondary will be fine. They they have the experience. I wouldn't worry too much about the secondary. I w- I really wouldn't worry too much about the defense. And I think the only reason why people may question the defense is just because the experience isn't there. You know, anytime you lose eight starters, you're gonna people are gonna wonder, uh, oh, will they? You know, will, will it be a drop off? But you know, they got so much talent on this team, man. It's it's like Bama. It's just in their own way. We can't even say like Bama no more. It's just Clemson. You know, this is what Dabo Sweeney has built. He's built a program to where they can plug and play in his business as usual. You know, they lose some and they gain more. They lose some, they gain more. Um, this defense, in the last two years, they haven't allowed more than 14 points. 2000, last year, they only allowed 13 points a game. The year before that, 2017, 13.6 points a game. In 2016, only 18 points a game. You know, and, and the, the, the craziest stat of it all is they only allowed 96 rushing yards a game last year. Those that's that is 2000 NFL Baltimore Ravens numbers, you know? <laughs> like you don't see those type of numbers in college football. And that's what this that's what Dabo has built in a team like this. I don't think they'll be able to duplicate that those rushing numbers with with um you know, losing their All-Americans and, and losing four defensive linemen to the NFL. But I, I think they'll come close. You know, I don't see them allowing more than 150, somewhere between 120, something around there. Um, They got their lead tackler back, their starting linebacker back, and they got a, 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 a an experienced secondary. So I don't really see too many issues with the defense. Um, Tonight they played great. They forced four turnovers. Uh, they looked great. I'm pretty sure they're going. the coaches are going to look at the film and find some find some sloppiness, find some holes. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're going to we're – actually, let's get into that now. I, I don't really have too much to say about Clemson's defense. It just – you know, I'm I'm not scared of the lack of experience with only four starters. I think having that 
having that secondary right there is going to be a nice, nice cushion for Dabo and the rest of this defense and the lack of experience they have on the defensive line. So now let's look at the schedule. Of course, we got Georgia Tech out the way, August 29th, 52-14. That was a big win. Uh, that was a good win. Way to open up the season at home in Death Valley. Um, so next weekend, this is where things get a little interesting. Um, Texas A&M comes to town. And after this game, after the Georgia Tech game, uh, Dabble Sweeney actually said, you know, they're they're happy that they got the win, but they're they're happy that they can be honest with the players. Basically, they're going to tell the players they look like some 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 shit. Excuse my French, but that's that's what's about to happen for the rest of this week and during film. He's going to they the coaches are going to lay it into him because you know yeah that was a good win. You know they put up big numbers. They got the excitement. They got the highlights and everything. But now you got a real team coming. You got a real team that that is coached by a real coach. That that knows Clemson, that knows Dabo, you know, back, Jimbo Fisher back in his days at Florida State. So he had he had a few run-ins with Dabo. So you know now you have a good team coming in, a young team, which we talked about in the Texas A&M episode. They're young, yes, but they have talent. And when you got a team like that coming in, uh, uh, you you you, you want to make sure you're at the top of your game, and you don't want to be sloppy. You know, Trevor Lawrence can't go out there and just you know, make throws like like he did tonight and just re- try to rely on the talent of not only himself but his receiver. You know, he made a a, a, a good pass to T. Higgins, you know, but the the, the defensive back didn't, didn't turn around. And that's a pet peeve, a huge pet peeve of mine when defensive backs don't turn around. It was a good play. It was a great catch. But if the defensive back turned around, that could result in another interception for him. But, you know, so I think – I think they will win this game because I'm I'm just I'm afraid of the youth that Texas A&M have right now. But you know they can't go in there sleeping. They can't go into that game sleeping. They can't go into that game thinking that you know just because they are the national champs, just because they are the number one team, that they can you know take more risk than normal. You know they got to play a clean, structured game uh, for for a team like this in Texas A&M and against a coach like this in Jimbo Fisher. So. Next week, they have uh, Texas A&M, September 7th at home. September 14th, they travel up to Syracuse. And I kind of want to make this my draft game. I really do. You know, Syracuse played a great game last year against them. Uh, You know, and and last time Clemson went up to Syracuse, they lost back in 2017, 27-24. It was their only loss of the season. So I, you know, I kind of want to make this my trap game, but I'm not yet. I'm not yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till next week. I'm gonna really break it down, really look at it, you know, really, really take my time with that one. But man, that is screaming trap game from a mile away. But we're, we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait on that. Uh, at September 21st, they take on Charlotte at home. That should be an easy W. First meeting against uh, uh Clemson, um, but. Yeah, that's that should be an easy W. Um, after that, they travel up to Tar Heel Country to take on North Carolina. North Carolina, of course, they got Mac Brown back, back from um, back on the sidelines. So you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how uh, Mac Brown turns that team uh, potentially back into a, a high-powered 
a ACC team. But you never know. For now, we're going to keep keep it on Clemson. Clemson's going to pretty much dog them. Uh, North Carolina, they're, they're in a bad spot right now. They're in the rebuilding stage. So don't, don't expect too much out of that game. October 5th, they have a bye. After that bye, Florida State, they comes to town. Um, I don't know how I feel about this game because I don't know how I feel about my Seminoles right now. I don't know how we – I don't. I really don't know. I don't know what we're going to – I know we got James Blackman coming in as a starter this year, which I'm excited about. I always I thought highly of him, but I just didn't think he was ready yet. It's, it's going to be fun to see – him uh, progress as a, as a quarterback, but I'm I'm not too sure about my Seminoles. I think we can. I think we we I, we have the talent to beat a Clemson. We have the talent to beat anybody in the country. It's just will that talent will will the coaches coach that talent to its highest potential? That's the only question. So right now Clemson's at their highest potential, and if we can match that, great. But if we can't, we're going to get ran off the field again. Uh, after that, October 19th, they travel to Louisville, which should be an interesting game. Not a trap game in my book, but I think it will be interesting. October 26th is homecoming against Boston College. That's a quick win. November 2nd is Wofford. Another quick win. November 9th, they uh, travel to NC State. Last time they played NC State uh, last year, it turned into uh, a 41-7 win at home. And last time they traveled to the NC State, it was a 38-31 uh, uh, victory. So, you know, on the road, you know, they might struggle a little bit this year, you know, because the teams that they go travel, they travel to, they struggle with, you know, back in 2017. So it's going to be interesting to compare compare those two years. Um, November 16th, they host Wake Forest. November 23rd, they have a bye and then November 30th, they end the season at South Carolina. Not sure how South Carolina is going to look during that game, but South Carolina has a very, very hard schedule, a tough schedule. So if if they can get through that schedule, they're going to learn a lot playing, playing a schedule like that. So you never know what can happen in games like that, rivalry games. So that's their schedule. I see another undefeated season especially if they get past that Syracuse game. Syracuse game is the only game on here that really, like, like I said, it screams trap game. It just screams it at me. Every time I look at this schedule, that's the first thing I look at. It's like, oh, that Syracuse game at Syracuse, September 4th, after they play Texas A&M. And that's the thing. That's the kicker. After they play Texas A&M, a week after they play Texas A&M. Not sure how that Texas A&M game is going to go. It can be a tough game. And coming off of tough games and then going to a dome, a dome environment, one that you already lost at p- before, uh, to a team you already lost to before, uh, it's just, it's just. I know that da- I know Dabo doesn't like that. I know that game screams at Dabo also. But other than that, man, I, I don't see any any tough spots. But it's gonna be it's gonna be fun watching this team progress through the season. Watching this young defense progress through the season, my my storyline of the season for the Tigers is Etienne. I'm gonna be, I'm I am I am big on him right now. I'm big. I think he's gonna, like I say, he's gonna put up two thousand yards. There's none of these teams on here are gonna stop him. He's gonna put up two thousand yards, two thousand yards. Trevor Lawrence, I think he'll struggle. I think by the time they get to that Florida State game, he'll he'll have it in order, 
and but I, I think these next these next couple weeks he's going to struggle a little bit. I think he's going to struggle in the Texas A&M game, and I think he's going to struggle in the Syracuse game, um, just because it's it's that film, man. That film is on you. You're going to be in a hostile environment. It's just you know he didn't he did the, last year he he did go to Texas A&M. That was a that was a hostile environment. But other than that, he didn't really go anywhere where the crowd it, it was. A factor, and I think this Syracuse game, the crowd is definitely going to be a factor. So, but other than that, man, like I said, man, I, I see another undefeated season. I think they're going to stay at that number one spot throughout the season, unless you know they have a lot of hiccups, a lot of close games, and we might got to move them. But uh, I, I don't, I don't see them losing that number one spot during the season. So, thank you for tuning in to the Clemson episode. This was fun going over that Georgia Tech game. I'm so happy it's college football season. So happy that it's high school football season. And the NFL starts next week. We are officially in football mode. Officially in football mode. This summer was kind of boring. It was real boring this summer. Didn't really have anything to talk about. So now every week we got something to talk about. Whether it's high school, whether it's college, whether it's pro. Um, so officially after this week, we're going to do we're gonna do an episode once a week. And then from here on out. Um, we're basically going to go over the weekend, um, go over Saturday's games. I'm going to break down whichever game I pick on uh, uh, for uh, uh, my Friday night lights, uh, the weekend of the, the game of the weekend, and we're, you know we're going to go over those things. So it's going to be a, a, a more exciting, fun episode. Going to try to get some interviews in, man. You know it's, it's tough talking to these colleges to get players to do interviews, so we might have to get some 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 journalists and some reporters and stuff like that. But we're going to do interviews this year. We're going to have fun this year, man. So make sure y'all stay up to date with this. Make sure you follow the page uh, on Spotify and follow, I mean, follow the podcast on Spotify, follow the podcast on Anchor. Really keep up with Anchor, man, because Anchor has a cool tool to where you can leave me voice messages. So if you're listening to the podcast and you hear something you don't like, you could just leave me a voice message and I can play it on the next episode. So definitely leave the voice message. Um, I'm, I, I, I really want people to do that because that'll make the podcast that much better. Um, it'd be nice to get a nice group of guys, nice group of people, girls too. I know girls love college football too, but it'll get it'll be nice to get a, a nice group of people who are faithful and and call in and, and and leave messages and stuff like that. And we can really you know have fun with this thing. So yeah, from here on out, once a week. Uh, next week's episode, we're gonna we're gonna do one more episode on. More than likely either Sunday or Monday Haven't decided yet uh, But one of those days be on the lookout For episode number 16 But yeah be on the lookout for episode number 16 After after the, after this weekend of games More than likely it's going to be Monday May even be Tuesday since we got games on Monday So just be on the lookout for episode number 16 And yeah man I appreciate y'all uh, Once again follow me Kendall Hilton On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook like the page patreon.com slash k hilton subscribe now subscribe now three dollars a month and let's let's have fun man and like i end it every time live life like the weekend i'm out